Welcome to the Team FNC podcast, where we aim to improve your knowledge and understanding of nutrition. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about gluten and more specifically the question of should you be following a gluten-free diet? Now, before we get into it, uh, there's a few questions you might want to ask yourself. Um, are you a celiac? If the answer is yes, then you will need to follow a gluten-free diet. Um, do you have a non-celiac gluten sensitivity? If the answer is yes, once again, you should follow a gluten-free diet. Do you have a wheat allergy? Then if the answer is yes, then sometimes a gluten-free diet is going to be beneficial for you as well. If you answered no to those, then you do not need to follow a gluten-free diet. Uh, another common question that we get uh, or we see in social media um, is the question of, is a gluten-free diet beneficial for fat loss when compared to a gluten-inclusive diet? The answer is, once again, no. Um, but what about, is it healthier? Is a gluten-free diet healthier than a gluten-inclusive diet? Once again, um, as long as the answer was no to, a, to the above questions and you don't have any uh, physical symptoms or reactions when you consume gluten, then no, a gluten-free diet is not healthier than a gluten-inclusive diet. Now, the reason that we're doing a podcast on this is because gluten-free products are extremely popular in today's health market. It's estimated that it's an increasing um, uh, area by about 10% year-on-year, just like in regards to uh, popularity in, in and purchase of gluten-free products. But there's no actual merit to that growth because only roughly 1% of the population are actually diagnosed with uh, celiac disease and need to actually follow a, a strict gluten-free diet. But uh, there's been a few surveys done and roughly 82% of consumers who eat gluten-free products or have eaten them in the past have not been, actually, not been diagnosed with any kind of reason to follow a gluten-free diet. Um, and 44% in uh, actually eat foods for no reason. Like they, there's no reason to actually do so. Uh, one quarter of people who eat gluten-free foods uh, do it for weight loss, even though there's actually no research to support the notion that a gluten-free diet um, helps and, and contributes directly to weight loss. Uh, and many people perceive it as healthier when that's actually not the case either. So in this survey that I mentioned before, it was a 2015 survey and 35% of people said there was no reason why they consumed it, 26% said it was a healthier option, 19% said it helped their digestive health, 10% um, said that someone in their family has a gluten sensitivity, uh, but only 8% of people in this survey said that they actually themselves had a gluten sensitivity. So. Is it healthier? Like I said, no, it's not. Um, is it going to support fat loss? No, it's not. Um, and the reason being that gluten-free products often contain more fats and sugars than their counterparts. So when they remove the, the gluten, then they actually have to replace it with something else. Uh, and that tends to be fats and sugars. Um, gluten-free products do not contain whole grains, which we know have proven health benefits. Um, Gluten-free products also aren't routinely fortified, which means they contain added vitamins and minerals to help um, our brains work well, um, our bones to grow healthily, and also help um, the, the maintain the body's defense systems as well. 
uh, that gluten-free products also have deficiencies of B vitamins, folate, and iron. And like I mentioned before, they're higher in fats and carbohydrates um, and tend to be lower in protein, iron, and folate compared to regular gluten-inclusive products. Another thing though is gluten-free products are actually generally more expensive, but I'll get to that a little bit later. Another thing that we see or a question is, is gluten toxic? You know, we see a lot of Instagram gurus out there saying that gluten is really toxic, but that's not the case either. There's actually no data to support the theory um, that gluten is toxic unless you have those um, previous conditions that I mentioned at the start of the podcast. And gluten-free products are more expensive, like I mentioned. Um, it's actually one of the reasons that people who need to follow a strict gluten-free diet don't adhere to it because it is quite, um, quite expensive. So a few comparisons that I found in the supermarket were um, with bread. So comparing uh, white bread, in, uh, the brand was Abbott's. It was $3.40. Wholemeal was $3.80 uh, for a loaf. And then the gluten-free white bread was $7, all right? So basically double the price there. Hot cross buns, uh, we're looking at a, uh, a regular one being 39 cents per hot cross bun and then gluten-free $1.13. Pasta, we've got 40 cents per 100 grams for regular pasta and gluten-free is $1.12 per 100 grams. Then wheat bix uh, Australia's favorite cereal. We've got 66 cents per 100 grams for regular wheat bix and gluten-free wheat bix being a dollar 25 per 100 grams. All right. Plus, if you go to a cafe and get gluten-free bread, you're looking at about a dollar to two dollars per slice extra. And a cafe brekkie in Sydney is not cheap in the first place. So, a bit of a take-home message. If you do experience any adverse symptoms or reactions after eating foods that do contain gluten um, and or wheat, then you should request testing. Okay, go to a practitioner and, and get tested. Um, examples of symptoms include things like malabsorption, diarrhea, uh, abdominal pain, vitamin and mineral, mineral deficiencies, iron deficiency anemia, um, osteoporosis, growth delay, skin lesions, and neurological disorders. If you don't experience any of those physical symptoms from foods that contain gluten, then there's no reason to remove gluten from, uh, yeah, remove gluten and gluten, gluten inclusive products from, from your diet.